Hi, I'm Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net, and I did a video a while back called Why They Left You for Someone Lesser, and it's had so much commentary. I think um, we've opened up a discussion that I don't know that I've ever heard or seen out there, and it's about power imbalances and why that makes for uncomfortable partnerships. So a viewer had written me saying, I love the video. Give me step two. How do I know, entering a new relationship, how far the parameters can be separated? Meaning, how much strength and power can I have in terms of the world's impression of that, as opposed to my mate? How far can the differences be and still be workable? And how can we enter a relationship and be able to see the red flags in advance that might present a problem later on? So for those of you that didn't see that video, this is about the power imbalances that can erode a relationship. If you, the dominant partner, have so much more than the mate with whom you are connected, if in the eyes of the world, not necessarily your attitude about yourself, but if in the eyes of the world, or even through the eyes of your partner, you have far more financial status, educational background, uh, greater social skills, greater influence, greater beauty, greater whatever. You have more than they do. That can, in some people, create discomfort where they need to find a way to minimize you, to get back their sense of power in the relationship by somehow psychologically putting you down, manipulating you, playing games, or they may just leave you for someone lesser. Um, grand power differences are workable under one context, that the partner who sees you as being more sees that as a positive, meaning they can get behind it. Have you ever uh, met a couple where the guy or the female, whatever, will talk about their partner and say, oh my, they just did this. I am so proud of them. Do you know they did this and that? They did this. They accomplished that. They're proud of their mate. It's not a conflict. They're not in competition. They're not seeking, uh, it's not a high or low because my mate accomplished this, because my mate did this, then I'm less. They're truly supportive, proud, and happy for their mate. Now, this is a dispositional quality. And if the partner you meet satisfies all of your needs and happens to be different on the social spectrum of how the world views who you're choosing. That's not a problem because they're coming from the right attitude. You see, ultimately, partnerships should be the best grouping of two people, meaning that together we make a stronger unit than what one would individually. That's why relationships that have difference, different skills, different abilities, tend to work well because the couple fills in all the spaces together. You may have strengths that are viewed as being a real positive in the world. Your partner may have strengths that are really important to you. Emotional sensitivity, devotion, honesty, purity of heart and soul, creativity, anything that is unique that's different from you. So this is where the collection of the two of you is very functional and very good. The viewer had also asked me um, how much does one compromise to make the other person feel comfortable? Well, you know, if you've watched my videos, you kind of know my opinion about that. 
So many times I found myself saying, I won't be less just because you can't be more. And I truly feel that we owe it to ourselves as individuals to be everything we came here to be, to be the greatest version of ourselves. And if you have a mate that wants to dampen that, that wants to make you less, that wants you to be less so that they can feel comfortable or probably so that they can retain you, you won't realize what you're worth and then you know, you'll know you stay with them. That's not something we want. I did that earlier in my life, being young and naive and not knowing. I'd entered uh, New York City as an opera singer. I had a degree in classical theater. And, you know, I wasn't crazy about opera. I just, it's like the way you study ballet in order to be a modern dancer. But what I did is I started auditioning for anything, movies, soap operas. I started getting things. And I remember it was really big, Woody Allen at the time, to be in a Woody Allen film. So I got these little parts. You know, that's the introduction for somebody new. Casting directors are supposed to call you, giving you the call time for your fittings, for wardrobe. And I had to go out of town because my dad was sick. And I don't in any way have a second thought about that choice. That was more important. But my mate, with whom I lived, never gave me the message. This was in the time period of uh, answering machines. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have beepers. They called and called. So when I come back to New York, I'm thinking, this is getting late. I should have heard from them. I called the office of the casting director. Oh, Susan, we kept trying to reach you. We just had to recast it. My mate didn't want me to be in a movie. My mate didn't want me to be in the soap opera. Talked me out of it after I had my first couple of days. Yeah, and I actually allowed that person to do that to me. You know, it isn't like I was in love with the relationship. I just didn't know my rights. And I didn't know how much it costs us as individuals, no matter what it is that you want to go to the gym, then your partner's uncomfortable with the fact that maybe somebody else will be attracted to you. I mean, anything that dampens who we are and our expression, that mate cannot love you on the level you need to be loved. That mate doesn't have the confidence to love you on the level you need to be loved. And that is a decision that shows us that this is unequal. This is not going to work. So no, we never, ever make ourselves less to make another person feel comfortable, to soothe the wounds of their insecurity for things they have not cultivated in themselves. That we don't do. But differences in power are possible and not to be feared. This, again, is the parameter that is so functional in age-varied partnerships. Doesn't matter, straight, gay, male, female, doesn't matter who's older, okay? It works because one person has a set of pluses that is desired by the other. And the same is true in reverse. They work well. But if you have a partner, independent of age, who feels proud of you, who's in no way threatened by your success, who's your greatest fan, who respects and admires the success that you've worked so hard for, who's proud of you because you're fit and you go to the gym and your intelligence and your education. That's the right person. And that power difference can indeed work. I hope this helps you. Susan Winter for SusanWinter.net. Thank you. Thank you.